Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Folding the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic today, and I am excited to be joined by my arch nemesis, the Hans Gruber, to my John McLean. You have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee ki mother. E, what's happening? I like how this is the first time we're actually nemeses. Like this is the first time we kind of pitted against each other, right? I, I mean, mean I guess, like a, kind of like a Jim and Dwight thing was like kind of that, you know? Yeah, but that's like our second episode. That didn't count. We didn't know what we were doing yet. True. I mean, maybe um, Cal Notton and Ricky Bobby, they were kind of frenemies at one point. They were going against each other, but then they Rick, became because Shake and Bake is dead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Magic Man. And El, El Diablo. Diablo. And uh, I would say Cal Naughton was able, still able to use Ricky's hot tub. So they weren't, <laughs> they weren't that bad of terms. And his <laughs> wife. Uh, I thought about making you Argyle, the limo driver. I mean, um, I would not have been mad if you did. I yeah. would not have. He was pretty dope. He was just throwing a party in the parking he was garage. Just jamming <laughs> out in his limo. First of all, I love, you know, this movie came out, what, in 88 or 89? Yeah. So, like, the limo is the the highlight of luxury. And it's just, if you just look at it, I think he's jamming to a Walkman. I don't even think he's listening to, like, a high tech radio. He just has, like, a Walkman, not a Discman or a whatever. No. A yeah. <laughs> he did put a tape in at one point. I did see that. Not a track, though. He had no the car phone. Said. He was calling on the car phone, too. Not the he's one on the paper bag. Just like a real car. No, no, no. Was it was like, in. yeah, this is a like, limo. All right. Like your parents' car. Like my parents' car. In. That's right. <laughs> they, my parents drove a limo. <laughs> I grew up on limos. <laughs> you just, I, getting rides to school was the best. You just come That's out. Right. Me That's and my right. limo have Cheeto dust all over your chest. Don't worry, mom and dad. I'm fine. <laughs> That's right. Get the butler to clean it up. Yep. Uh, and the limo was also like basically like a, a long lincoln continental yes <laughs> it's like not really a stretch limo by any stretch why like I don't, it's funny you say lincoln continental because i just remember growing up my grandfather always had a lincoln like whatever form of lincoln there was i of course yep. i didn't know cars at the time i want to say is it a lincoln town car is that a thing yeah. is that right yeah yep. but it just always had a lincoln and why is that like the staple for older folks they just so i the lincoln there there are three staples for older folks and i think my grandparents had the other two one of them one <laughs> like of them new had, shoes uh like new kind of like new balance shoes with khakis uh one of them had their long dreamed of cadillac someone was driving like a cadillac seville or something like that Okay. The other one had the Buick. This is the oh, other old yes. person car, right? The Buick LeSabre, the Buick LaSalle, it's all funny the Buicks. You, it's funny you say Buick because that fits perfectly. You've met my friend Larry growing up from like high oh, school. Yeah. So 
Yeah. He drove a Buick when we were in He's, like high school and stuff. He also wears new white New Balances with khakis. He does. He did that back in high school. So he was starting the train. He's he is an 80-year-old man in a 30-something-year-old body. So yeah. it's it's fine. I think he was reading a book about submarines at your bachelor party. <laughs> you know who and, reads uh, <laughs> about submarines? My dad. My dad. <laughs> he had a paper ticket at the airport. I mean, he had all kinds of stuff going on. He bought two of the same polo shirts. Like it was really like Larry. It's like, look Come down. Does that look familiar? Yeah. Get you something new. Yeah, I'm going to buy it anyway. I'm going to get it anyway. <laughs> I just love when they're trying to pronounce it. quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> quinoa. <laughs> and then the guy who buys the two polo shirts, Joaquin, just says it confidently like yeah. Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fantastic. Yeah, going back to Argyle, man, I loved him just jamming out. I love, he doesn't even realize he's locked in the basement. No, he has no idea. No idea. Does but he, he a, does. He does kind of redeem himself there too. Oh, he saves the day. He smashes the van with the tech yep. guy in it, yep. and then punches him and kills him. I don't know. <laughs> he like punched him. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a twist? Knocked him out. I don't know. Argyle yeah. then gets arrested for murder. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't know. He's a I terrorist though. So like, I don't know. Maybe you can murder them. It evens out. Yeah. Also, I love looking at throwbacks. Carl Winslow is the cop <laughs> in Die Hard. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he was just preparing himself for his future longer standing role. Yes. That, his name his name was Al Powell. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what a terrible name. Like you you get to come up with these names. You get to make them in a movie. Like you're not given yeah. this name. You come up with whatever, whatever you want. And you came up with Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell. And I mean, then John McClane calls him Powell the whole time. So you're like, this is very confusing. Are you calling him Powell? Powell? Are you or calling Powell? him Powell? Like Al P? Like it's very confusing. Yes, that is confusing. But he's a great character. I, so I rewatched it again last night because it's been a hot minute since I've seen that movie. Wait, let me guess. Has it been 20 years? Or so? <laughs> roughly roughly 20 years, like most movies that I love. It's been a long time. But I will say um, what I found kind of funny, and this is like classic movies and even 80s movies in particular, but you know, Carl Winslow's down there. Al Powell is down there negotiating <laughs> with John. Who they, don't, they don't know who he is at the time, right? Yep. And his like deputy chief comes over and he's like being a real dick. And he's just like, Oh, you don't even know this guy. For all you know, he's one of the terrorists. He's like, I don't think so. He's using a lot of terminology. Like, sounds like he knows something more. Like, they won't allude to him being a cop, but kind of. And then he's like, what about the guy that fell out the window? The terrorist <laughs> that fell out the window. He's like, probably just some banker that had enough. And like everything that they kept pointing at, he had some like weird excuse weird for what it was. You're like, dude, is that how cops work? Like you just randomly assume if, if a terrorist falls out a window at a hostage situation, it's it was not probably, a some, probably some day trader who lost big on AMC. I, I mean, well, that's like a terrible cla- cop. Well, it's the classic movie trope for the, the higher up detective. Um, yeah. It's just you never believe your underling. No, that's not a rampaging lion. That's somebody's missing cat. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who are you talking about? He was awful. But yeah, that's just the trope, man. They can never let the younger, the uh, inexperienced guy win. Just can never run right. into it. He was terrible. He was terrible. Alan Rickman was great. Oh yeah, as always, one I mean, of the greatest, a, roles. incredible, one of the greatest villain actors in general. I think he just has the voice and the That's look, true. and he's just great. That is a good point. And of course, as we already did earlier this year, Harry Potter, one Severus of the great, Snape. yeah, who did redeem himself, totally redeemed, yourself. totally redeemed himself. Well, he's in Love Actually as well, which we'll be doing he in a couple in weeks. Spoiler: That's coming. He was up. kind of like kind of a bad guy there, like pretty he was not, kind not of a great. bad guy. Yeah, not great. Sad. So, a lot of good stuff. Um, speaking of bad guys, there's some COVID going around the NFL. We're going to get to that here in a little bit. Yeah, uh, I have an exciting announcement, though. Let's let's turn this thing upside down and go on a positive note. I have a yes. very exciting announcement for the Fold the Cheese listeners. So, 
as most of you know or may not know, college football bowl season is among us. It is upon us. It is upon us. Among us is probably not the right. Among us is a game my kids play. I was so going to say, it is a game. Us. Who's True. the imposter? Are you the imposter? Yes, I'm the imposter. Um, so anyway, it is upon us. And <laughs> we have created a fold in the cheese group. And you should join it. Not because you love us, which you do. And it's going to be fun and all yeah. that good stuff. But our boys at Better Off are ponying up 200 bones Two. to whoever wins this pool. Damn. Two hundred. 200 us dollars better off hooking it up man i mean that's that's a pretty solid cash prize and keep in mind this is free we are it's a free this, entry you're entering this group for free so grab some free cash from better off while you can all you have to do is join the group it's called fold in the cheese it's on espn's capital one bowl mania we'll be sharing links in the show notes we'll share links on our facebook and all of our social but you can just search for the group Fold in the cheese, the password, all caps, F-I-T-C. That stands for fold in the cheese, for those of you that didn't know. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. But yeah, no, so huge thanks to the guys at Better Off. Uh, you know, they've been sponsoring us the past few episodes. We love partnering with them. They, they put out a great product. And uh, when we were talking to them about, you know, our future moving forward, came up with this great idea and they were all for it. So uh, hats off to them. And we are excited and hope we get a lot of people to join and, and see how... Uh, if you can pick which is a better logo, maybe that might be your strategy. That's right. That'll That's be right. my wife's. She'll probably win. Um, uh, Ethan and I cannot win. Wives cannot win. We'll just say that. But <laughs> yeah. yes, they'll be in there. They'll be in there competing anyway. Um, yeah, the Better Off guys have been rock solid for us. Huge shout out to them. Big thanks. Appreciate it. 200 bucks. Join the group. Bucks. It's free. Let's it's do it quick. Free. You got to sign up quick because the games start this Thursday. So as soon as you finish listening to this podcast all the way through, all the way through. All the way through. Uh, make sure you get in and join up so you can get in on trying to get that cash prize, man. Tell your friends to get in there. We need a big group of people to make this thing happen. So Do it, do it, do it, do it. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the NFL here. Um, Wait, no, before we get to the NFL, how have you not commented, you know, we're doing Die Hard, which is centered around Christmas and a Christmas party. Um, my, I dressed up for the occasion, man. <laughs> you, do, you do have a, a nice Christmas sweater on. It's not. I would not call that an ugly Christmas sweater at all. That's a oh, nice just, classic Christmas sweater. I will rock this to literally any Christmas party I go to. Yeah, it, it is not ironic. It is. It may be what ugly Christmas sweaters were, were kind of copied off of, but it's not ugly itself. It's lovely. It's very I nice. Appreciate it. So thank you very for festive. noticing. I just wanted yeah. to point that out there. Yeah, you're right. I, I noticed. Appreciate you <laughs> helping me notice. <laughs> it's a good look for you. Maybe yes. you need to post a picture on our social of how Maybe. you're looking today. Looking pretty good. I am in sweatpants. So there's also well, that. I mean, the party's at the top. You haven't seen the bottom. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Spare us the details on that one. <laughs> All right. Um, so a bunch of people got hurt this week, and then this COVID thing is is going out of control in the NFL. Crushing. So. Um, there were 37 COVID cases yesterday, just yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, just yesterday on Monday. Yeah, the, um, some of the teams are hit harder than others. Washington is getting just obliterated. Detroit hit really hard. Cleveland, Atlanta hit pretty hard as well. These teams... LA um, late, too. The Rams late. Well, the Rams lost five players for Monday Night Football yesterday. So um, it's happening uh, across the league, and that will have a huge impact on your fantasy playoffs, unfortunately. So you guys have got to keep in the news on this stuff and, and keep up with your players. I would recommend checking out. Uh, you can Google like NFL injuries week 14. We do that every week. You can Google. I saw a list of all the COVID players when they're, when their date of um, 
COVID positive test was and when they should be cleared or when they did clear to get off of the COVID list. So can we just say information out. what a weird time that we are checking vaccination statuses of players like, oh, shit. Miles Gaskin, he's not actually he is vaccinated. Thank God. He is, yeah. um, but you know, just how that's such a weird thing now. Oh shit, Antonio Brown, he's making shit up. He made a fake card. <laughs> like, why is this is so crazy? That this is a thing, but you know, this is where we're at. I'm just happy we're still able to play. Uh, but yeah, just you got to keep up, uh, keep up to date on these bad boys because it's yeah, it's crazy. Really thought we were going to have a more normal year this year, and it seemed like most of the year we did. And then here, toward the last few weeks, we've been starting to get these. It's starting to just hit. Omicron, right, man. man. Omicron. Omicron. For you Greek alphabet knowers out there. <laughs> Omicron. They skipped a lot of letters, but uh, yeah. Omicron's a cool Delta, a cool now one. it's Omicron. Went from D all the way to O. There was, I think there was a Lambda in there somewhere, but we missed a lot of them. Ones. I think um, I, I did lambda, hear somewhere. Lambda. I did hear somewhere they didn't want to do new because it sounded like N-E-W, like People would get confused. Be like, <laughs> it's supposed to be like, we got a new Lambda, strain. Yeah, we yeah, that. new strain. Lambda, mu, new, Omicron. That's, that's the order. And Oh, look at you. There was never a new. Lambda, mu, new. I had to pledge, man. I know what's up. Yeah, I did. All right. So um, I, won't, I won't mention all the names who've been impacted by this, but several of them are on offense and some of them are important. And the Miami backfield in its entirety is on this list. And Keenan Allen, we saw last week, didn't play. Hopefully should be cleared to play this week. Uh, it's Mike okay. Keenan, 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 just relax, man. Just take your time, take bro. Your time. We're cool. Just <laughs> relax. Just get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little while. All right. So um, let's talk about actual injuries. So the big names, a couple of really big names. There weren't a yeah. ton of big injuries, but the ones that, that hit were big time names. So Lamar Jackson, one of the biggest names, ankle sprain. He is very questionable this week. I have not seen the update this morning, but you got to, you got to watch the practice schedules. Um, all week. You don't want to replace him with Tyler Huntley, obviously. Hey, man. Well, hold on. First of all, don't sleep on Tyler Huntley. He has done in the two games he has played significant game, uh, like significant time. He has done exceptionally well. And honestly, the way Lamar was playing, Huntley's been leading him back. So again, I'm not saying you're picking up Tyler Huntley. Well, are you? Any means. Yeah, are you or are you not? Let's, I'm, just saying, let's some where mouth is. Some, I'm just saying give Tyler Huntley some respect. He's been I'll playing. I'll put some life. respect on his name. He's an NFL quarterback. It's a hell of a lot more <laughs> impressive than anything we're doing football-wise. Um, but are you going to... So if you have Lamar Jackson... And no, I'm not picking week, up Tyler Are you going to pick up Tyler Huntley or are you going to pick up literally anybody else? Not literally anybody else. Maybe only if Trevor Simeon's available. He's because he's my guy, so I'm definitely going Trevor Simeon. But uh, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Trevor Ryan. Simeon, definitely no, your guys. That tier, but <laughs> yeah. And then there's Tyler Huntley. Okay, enough said there. Uh, Josh Allen, other big name that we heard, uh, foot sprain. He's considered day to day. He he's questionable this week as well, and they need the wins every week. And, they do. Um, they can't afford for him to be sitting, and he's running so effectively lately that uh, this could impact his play, even if he does play. So. You got to keep an eye on that one too. Um, Austin Eckler re-aggravated the ankle injury that he had coming into the game. I, what I'd heard is that he could have returned if they needed him to. They were blowing out the Giants. Yeah, they were killing. I think he'll be fine, but keep an eye on that one too. Again, Austin, they, just take your time. Take your time. Take your they time. split the backfield pretty interestingly. They have three backs that they could rotate in there if they needed mm-hmm. to give him a bit of a break. And they honestly, they could see this happen where they play him, but kind of manage his workload a little bit. Yeah. They got Justin Jackson. They got Joshua Kelly. And they've got Hansborough. Coming out of the, um, he was he was actually healthy scratch this past week, so they've got plenty of guys to play uh, if they need to. So they may not hurry him back. Who knows? Uh, Terry McLaurin, this was brutal. I know for you, he gets you a donut if you started him this week. But in the third quarter, he went down with a concussion, knocked out of the game. Concussions are not a linear 
progression. You don't progress like it's always one week. It, I mean, this thing no, can linger. He could be back next week. He could he can miss a game or two or three. You, you don't know. So yeah, that's the crazy thing. It, I mean, when I was working in basketball, we'd have players who get concussed, and as again, some could come back within a day, but others could come back in, as you said, a couple of weeks. So these are the things, man. It's just concussion is probably one of the worst, just because you have no idea of a timetable. Yeah, I'd say it's most often that the guy comes back. Like I, I honestly think nowadays people are missing a game more often than they did for a while there. And it oh was yeah, like, it's such first a first protocol. Thing. When they first had the protocol, I think people were mostly getting through it in a week. Now you're more often seeing them miss one week for something like this. So keep an eye on it. Uh, probably not another receiver you really want. DeAndre Carter, uh, Cam Sims. Like I don't think you want those guys in Washington. And Heineke also got kind of banged yeah, up. So banged up. they could have Kyle Allen starting under center. I don't uh, think you want any part of that. Nobody wants that. Uh, Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders. So he's been he's been terrible the last like five or six say, weeks. He's, he's really been pretty brutal. Anyway. But he has a knee injury, and they're saying he's doubtful for this week. The only reason I bring this up is because Gabriel Davis, Gabe Davis, has had a flashy name in the past before Emmanuel got there and in some garbage time games and, and a couple of years ago. They do like him, and he's been getting a lot more volume uh, with Sanders struggling, and then definitely once Sanders went down, I think he's had double-digit points the last two weeks. If you're if you're desperate and need somebody, he could be a name to look at. Kareem Hunt, another ankle sprain for him. I think he's unlikely to play this week as well. We've seen Dearness Johnson come in and fill in in the past. Um, Nick Chubb is healthy, so he will be the main guy. I wouldn't have huge expectations for Dearness, but um, again, if you're desperate and need somebody in your flex, he's definitely flex worthy. Could be a name to look at. And then keep it, like I said, keep it on these COVID cases because you could see a lot of backups ended up making getting some playing time. Malcolm Brown, you know, you and I were talking about him before the game. He's the only non-COVID running back on Miami's roster right now. Yeah. And so and if they have to hurt. sit, he's, been, he's hurt. been hurt. Yeah, he's he's been hurt. He's finally, we think, going to come back this week. But if Miles Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed and Philip Lindsay all have to sit with the COVID, he could be the starter. And that's the guy you want to pick up and you want to run him, you know? So True. you're going to have to keep an eye on that stuff throughout the week. Hold on. Let me take some notes because I have Gaskin. So let me say <laughs> this right now. Uh, anyone else listening to, in our league, don't worry about it. And, don't worry about it in okay. our league. And yep, here we go. Let's keep going. Uh, Elijah Moore, this was kind of big news before Sunday, but they put him on IR, the hot rookie yeah. receiver for the Jets on IR. Um, could be the rest of the season. They say they, they hope and expect him to come back, but if they got two games left in the season and he's one of your key pieces of the future, I don't know if they're going to bring him back. Yeah, Probably won't be uh, relevant for the playoffs either way. There's been talk out of Detroit, and I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this, about maybe shutting down DeAndre Swift. I also heard he could play this week. Um, Jamal Williams was out with COVID last week. It, the backfield's been a mess. The whole team yeah. really has been a mess. I but. mean, if you're the Lions, there is no reason to bring back DeAndre Swift. He is literally the cornerstone of your offense, the cornerstone of your team. Don't say anything, Jared Goff. Uh, so there's no reason to do this. You have one win. You have a tie. Who hey? But uh, I just don't see it, especially when you got a, a young guy like Jamal Williams. I know he was out with COVID, but let him get some run. So if you could have a tag team matchup like them two in the backfield i mean that would be amazing so let jamal williams get his run rest deandre swift we know what he can do he's a stud no reason to rush this thing don't sleep on craig reynolds either who You're balled right. out 11 carries 83 yards dude looked really good he's got some he's got some spurt Did they just have like a rotating door of that third running back position i mean my god it's it was jermar changed. johnson at one point it right. was Igumba Wongi or whatever it was him one time. And uh, if you ask hot name Kyle Siegert, um, he just is always confused. Like, why do they cut someone like carry on Johnson? You tell me he's not better than a Craig Reynolds or, you know, so we won't get him started on that or Nate Burleson, but 
Kyle. I did find that a little puzzling, but Carrion's probably got a bigger contract, and he's honestly he was not like awesome. He had like one good year where he's pretty good. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Sorry, Kyle. Uh, But speaking of the Lions, T.J. Hawkinson was ruled out with a hand injury for this week, and so I didn't really see that coming. I mean, I know he missed some practice time, but. I didn't think that was like a new injury. I didn't think that was something that's going to cost some time. Mm-hmm. He was out this past week. He could be out again this week. I'm glad I've got a playoff buy, so I don't have to worry about him this week, but keep an that's eye on true. him. I, I really hope he gets this thing healed up and can come back because I'm going to need him in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a he can be a difference maker, but especially with the tight end position being such a wasteland and unpredictable, he yeah. gives you that sense of security, so you, you need him back. So good thing you got that week. But let's yeah. talk about some guys who blew up this week, man. I know enough with the injuries. I don't want to hear any more with injuries. With the injuries. Let's All right. Go with so, the, uh, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. Got the good stuff going. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, the machine gun was Dalvin Cook this week. Yes, it we, was. We talked about him a lot on Thursday's episode. Like <laughs> you'd mentioned, you, you were like breaking news. He's going to play. And I was like, ah, there's no way he's going to play. Yeah. Oh, he's got this like magical harness on his shoulder. But even with that news, like uh, both of us were still terrified to play him. You in the other league and us and me in our league. I mean, it was just one of those things that he's so made of glass, but man, he has that magical brace and it just, that brace, man. where the hell's that been all season, man? You should just wear that all the time. Brace <laughs> like, both of your arms not? and giddy up. yippee uh, Kaye, my <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I mean, going off for 205 yards, two touchdowns, I needed that to start off Thursday, and he did it well for me. So I appreciate the arm brace, the shoulder brace, excuse me. Dude, he balled out for you. And coincidentally, I just saw that Alexander Madison is on the COVID list now. So <laughs> Of course he is. <laughs> so course. you're going to need Dalvin to... to Stay strong. Pony up again, please. Pony up again. That was impressive, dude. He was just slashing that Steelers defense. And it was all the first half, too. It was all the first half. They looked somewhat like several of the analysts were mentioning. They looked tired. They looked like they they didn't have any juice. Like they had been beat up, injured, all that kind of stuff. Like they looked bad that first half. They really did. did. But once again, the Steelers with those crazy comebacks at the end of games, they didn't finish it off. But man, they showed they can hang in there. Um, If it weren't for Chase Claypool's dumbass, they may may have been able to come back. Yes, now is a great time to celebrate when there are no timeouts and the clock's running down. You're trying to get a touchdown, so yeah, great job, Chase. Um, Here's a name out of nowhere: Rashad Penny blew up 137 yards and two touchdowns, RB two on the week, maybe three after James Conner last night. True, dude, he he balled out, man. Like, I swear to God, we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. We really did. This happened in like 2017 or something. It happened maybe 2019. It happened for like two weeks, and it was toward the end of the season. And it helps somebody get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And um, here he is again. <laughs> and you're like, well, I don't know so, if I can trust this, man. I was going to say, it's so frustrating because he's, especially a couple years ago, he was the hot name coming out of Seattle. Like, it's Rashad Penny. It's his time. He's going to be the lead guy. You know, he's classically in the draft. He got picked before Nick Chubb. And so, you know, Seahawks had high hopes for him. And, and hell, I was one of the guys who bought into that hype. I drafted him late. I had him. I was like, he's going to be let's get stud. Nothing. But yeah. This is classic him. He'll come in the last couple games of the year, have a great couple outcomes, and hell, but fantasy-wise, that can make a huge impact for your playoff run, especially if that waiver wire. Um, it could. It could. I'd say proceed with caution, but at the same is. time, like Alex Collins has been bad lately bad. and banged up, and they're not going to trot out DJ Dallas, and Chris Carson's done for the year. No, I heard Chris Carson wants to come back, man. <laughs> He's going to come back. He's, uh, he wanted to reinvigorate the do-it-bet board. So Okay. Oh, does fine. he? Good luck with that. Well, you'd be playing <laughs> against him this week if he does. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Rashad Penny, hot name this weekend. Speaking of hot names, Hunter Renfro. Look Hunter out. Hunter Renfro. Black Look resume out. darling. 
blind resume darling, he went off against the Chiefs. Again, and man. It just shows you, like, I tweeted this out of our uh, our Folding Cheese Twitter account. You can lose by 40 points and still put up a wide receiver two kind of a day. Yep. You know, two or three, depending on, again, where Cooper Cup ended up. But, like, 13 catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown. That is a monster PPR day. Cooper you know? Cup had a better day, but anyway. That's a monster day. Yes. And that's Hunter Renfro. And Hunter Renfro. And when your team scores eight or nine points, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, also, funny about that score, shout out to Drader for giving us an article about that was the first time this year that that score has appeared. What was it, 48 to 9 for the yeah. uh, Raiders? Yeah, yeah. It's so, called a scoragami, which I've never heard of. But I love I've it. never. Uh, but also, I was reading that article. Great read. Again, thanks, Drader. Uh, it's saying that this is the fifth time this season that there has been a score not not previously before. recorded yes uh, which is but, crazy if you think about it like how how have we right. not had like every score it seems <laughs> right. crazy but uh, what's like crazy a super is, high score it seems crazy yeah uh, i guess because 40 is kind of high but anyway um i guess last year there were 12 scoragamis so we're a little behind pace this year but still interesting i would imagine you get more of them as the nfl opens up and becomes more of an offensive league no yeah. doubt you're getting more as you're getting higher scoring games For sure. i think this was unique because it was such a blowout like usually you're up 35 to 9 you just kind of take your foot off the gas like, like no nope. just kept rolling and kept crushing well because i called andy Reid and i said hey man like you were my first pick in the coaches uh weekly do, do it, it bet yeah so i'm like hey uh-huh. i know you're gonna win but i need you to run up the score in case of a tie break and yeah, so he, I appreciate it, Andy. Thank you. I actually heard him interviewed after the game, and he said that was a big motivation for them. It was uh, that, it and the Raiders stomping on their logo was part yes. of it. But really, it was more. It was more that he said, "I got a." He had a phone call from a an upstart podcast that said they really needed <laughs> him to blow it out, and so he's like, "I'm going to do it." In. He supports small businesses. We appreciate that, Andy. Yes, George Kittle, another monster, monster week. Don't remind me. One fifty-one and a touchdown, tied in one on the week, just crushed it. Yeah, man, child. He has He's 70 points or 75 points in the last two weeks. <laughs> since he left your team. Since he <laughs> since left he, my team. Since he Classic. was free from your, your shithole team. Classic kid. Yeah, free my shithole team. He went to the second worst team in our league. But that's okay. Well, that's okay. They got a W this week. They did get the W because of him. Very true. Uh, Josh Allen, again, he had the injury, but dude, dude balled out. He brought mm-hmm. them back single-handedly. 308 passing yards for two touchdowns. Ran for 109 and a touchdown. I mean, that is that is rare. So here's my question to you. Is that more of a testament to what the Bills can do, or is it more of a concern for what the Bucks just did and letting that happen in the fourth? I think it is a testament to what the Bills can do, because I think okay. that's the game we kind of expected to see all along. And when you know push comes to shove, you bring out different defensive schemes, and all of a sudden it's a little easier to do some of that stuff when you're it's not like full blown prevent, but it's probably some derivation of that. I don't if they come back and won the game, I'd be worried about the Bucks. That's just a game you just can't you can't lose. And that same, I have the same concern about Dallas with that Washington game. It's like, oh, they've definitely got this in hand. And then Washington right. sort of came back, and all of a sudden, like Washington really had a chance to come back. And you're like, oh my god, y'all, like you've got to close this game out. Yeah, you know. Uh, so but, it was kind uh, of that. It was okay. I hear that, uh, and I just love so obviously the Bucks come back and win in uh, overtime. Do you know what Tom Brady's record is against the Bills? Because it's uh, amazing. Infinity, infinity and zero. <laughs> it's amazing. He does have a, a couple of losses. So he has uh, 33 wins to three losses. Wow. That's some ownership. Uh, I'd say that's a, that's an ownership. That's an Aaron Rodgers owning the Bears. That's even better. And here's what's ironic. Well, not ironic. I can remember one of the losses because it was right after we traded Drew Bledsoe 
to the Bills. It was right after, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, Lawyer Malloy, who was oh, the heart yeah. and soul of the Patriots team. He was a safety. He was a beast. And we cut him. <laughs> and the Bills picked him up. And we played the Bills week one. And they beat our ass. They beat the Patriots something like 31 to nothing. And, uh, this was in like Brady's second or third season. So, um, yeah, I, could, I remember one of the three right, explicitly. But and anyway. for that one day, Drew Bledsoe was saying, ha, see, <laughs> see, you've made a big mistake. Hey, but if you ever want, I watched a short documentary on Drew Bledsoe. He is one of the better guy in sport, better guys in sports. He had no ill will. He still talks to Brady. He has no ill will towards him. Like if you just listen to him talk about the situation, what happened, like total class the whole way through. And now he's yeah. a great winemaker. He makes lots of wine. Oh, does he? Is he in Washington State? He did. He is. He went back to his home of the state of Washington. Nice. Yeah, they got some good wines up there. Good for him. Great job, Drew Bledsoe. Good random Drew Bledsoe stat as well. I like that. Um, so I'd said Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears, but really Brady owns the Bills too. So <laughs> kind of in the same boat there. And then um, the Chiefs have outscored the Raiders 89 to 23 in their two games this, this season. <laughs> Dear God. That's absurd. I mean, come on. Yeah. I think they had an even crazier stat in the last six quarters. It was something like 79 to to 10. Yeah, to 10. That's what it was. I put that out there as well. Yes, it was in six quarters until they let them score. I didn't really let them score at the end here in this one, but uh, the first game and the first half of the second game, it was it was bad. I know we're on all high notes right now, but we do have to do mention about Aaron Rodgers. He said he has a setback with his toe that it actually came back worse after this game. So he's probably not going to miss any time. He's probably, if he does have surgery, it would be surgery that wouldn't require him to miss anything, but just a a small little tidbit of a note. It's not like you're not going to play him, but just something to note. He hurt his toe again. It hurts. I I don't think number one, I don't think anyone's buying that. And number two, I don't think anyone cares. (laughs) I've listened to several and both points. I don't know if you've heard like, if if you've heard like Greenberg yet, or you've listened to the shows you listen to yet, but the ones I listen to are kind of like, um, great, Aaron. No one takes you seriously right now because of that whole COVID toe thing. And like, (laughs) I'm fine and I'll play through it. And and then you go off and like go nuts against the bears. You know, like he, he had an amazing game, right? Didn't look injured at all. Nope. And then come out and be like, Oh, it hurts Uh, a lot worse than you're like, okay, Aaron, sure, sure thing, dude. Sure thing. Um, he will be fine. He's also one of the biggest gamers in the entire league. So I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. That is noteworthy to mention that because he did say that. You're right. But do we really think he's going to, it's going to impact him? I just don't think so. Yeah, you're right. At this point, he I feel I like he's just so. doing it more for attention, too. It's like, don't forget about me, guys. Oh, that's right. I'm still playing. I am game. injured. I'm hurt. I, and I will do injured. anything I am for tough. this team because that's who I am, yeah. even though I almost didn't play that's for this team. team. <laughs> it's just who I am. <laughs> I almost didn't play for him. That's just who I am. Hell of a guy. All right, Camp, you know what it's time for? What time is it? It's time for some blind resumes. Yes, sir. Give me that. All right, man. So I got a couple for you. I got I got one from each major position group. So I got QBs, running backs, and wide receivers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kickstart it. All right. Okay. I'm glad you did not include tight ends as a major position group because ah, no. they're a fringe roster position for us. They're just like the third wheel. It's just like, hey guys, we're here too, but we, we kind of make a big difference. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're gonna start off with quarterbacks, the quarterback okay. position. Okay, so this is Matt Ryan. I'm just going to go ahead and guess. You're going to choose him. I hope to God you do. Um, (laughs) All right, so this is total season. All right, full year. Just all I'm just giving you their straight stats. So who here is QB one? We got three thousand three hundred eighty-one yards, twenty-four touchdowns, ten interceptions, 
and 37 carries for 106 yards and one touchdown. So that is QB1. Here's QB2. 2,435 passing yards, 13 touchdowns with eight interceptions, with 122 rushes for 700 yards and eight touchdowns. Who are you going to go with? So um, instinctually, my guess is that B is probably Jalen Hurts. Um, it could be Kyler because he missed some games. So there's a chance it's Kyler. But my, my guess is Jalen. I think Kyler's not running as much as he did last year. I'm going to guess it's Jalen Hurts. And I do like Jalen. Um, quarterback A, the pocket passer, more of the pocket passer. Obviously, you like the yardage there, like the touchdowns. Interceptions are a little high. And there's a little bit of running. <laughs> You're talking about, you know, a couple <laughs> of carries bit. a game, you know, three, two, three carries a game. Just a little. Um, only one rushing touchdown. So that, that tells you it's more gimmicky. Like people like um people like Rogers have rushing totals that look like this, you know. Now he's never gonna have ten interceptions, so that's obviously not him, but he's the kind of guy who would have like hundred and five yards and a touchdown on the year. Um I'm gonna roll with my boy Jalen because he's gotten me where I'm at. I'm just gonna take him if that's him. Quarterback okay. B. So quarterback B is in fact Jalen Hurts. Well done. Yeah. Give me that. that. And quarterback one, your boyfriend who you wanted at the beginning of the year, is one Dak Prescott. Prescott. Really? God, ten interceptions. Yikes. Yes, he has been a little off as of late. As has mm. the entire Cowboy offense. So Yeah. yeah I, I would hit it. I would continue to say that I, I do believe in Dak, but I'm not going to lie. The eye test tells you something a little bit different, tells me mm-hmm. there's something just not right there. I don't know if it's him or if it's just they haven't all, again, they haven't all played together at the same time with a healthy a line and all of that. You know, it's been a weird year for them injury-wise, but um, I still still got love for you, Dak. Still got love. Okay. So you're sticking with no. Jalen. I like it. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with Jalen. That's good. That's good, good. Uh, good call with him too. Well done. All right. So we got uh, running backs here, and this is going to be last four games. Totals, not averages. Totals. Okay. Running back A, 59 carries, 330 yards, three touchdowns, 10 receptions, 110 yards, no touchdowns, receiving. 73 points. These are good running backs. Running back B, 52 carries, 229 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Also 10 receptions, 143 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. 72.2 points. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like one of these might be my guys or actually I have a feeling of who B is. Is B Leonard Fournette? Nope. Cause it was going to make me sad. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gave him away. He's sad. actually better than both these guys the last four. I think <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, okay. I am going to go with uh running back a because of his yardage. He's clearly making more, um, Better rusher, yeah. Better rusher, just make it doing more with his attempts. So I like the uh, I like the rushing. As you said, sometimes the passing can get gimmicky. Again, it's only ten receptions, so it, it makes me think that one was for like a big gain, and then uh, so yeah, I'm going with a. Okay, um, I I don't disagree with that rationale. And and five and a half yards of carry versus something like less than just less just under four, right at four. I get that. Um, the receiving yards and touchdowns, though, the second player, are pretty good. Yeah, running back A is Dalvin Cook. 
My boy. So what I didn't tell you is these guys have actually both only played three games. In that I was going to say stretch. that seemed a little low, but anyway, That's okay. Calvin with three games, but this other player has also only played three games for a different reason. He had a bye week. Austin Eckler it is Javante Williams. Oh, Denver. wow. Okay. Interesting. Dude, he has been on a freaking tear. Yeah. Cause 20, 20 PPR points in each of the last three games, which is crazy too. Cause, um, Gordon played last, uh, this, this past week. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I know he played and played well. Before. Yeah. Okay. So Javante had that one week with the backfield to himself, but he had 20 points in the two weeks with Melvin. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, so this Javante. is starting to look, it's starting to look a lot more like the traditional Nick Chubb cream hunt backfield mm-hmm. where they're both viable and they're both studs. And this guy's on an absolute tear. So wow, he's it. right there with your boy Dalvin three games. Each right. of them. That's fair. I still am. I'm glad I picked my boy. You picked your boy. I picked my boy. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Well done. All right, now we're going to move on to uh, actually. Sorry, we're going to stick with running backs once again. Okay. This is the full year, full season. Okay. <clears throat> so running back A has 185 rushes for 810 yards, eight touchdowns, uh, 41 receptions for 245 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, running back B has 164 rushes for 760 yards. Nine rushing touchdowns, 15 receptions for 84 yards, and no touchdowns. So A has got to have more, a, a fair amount more points, right? A few. I mean, mainly because of the receptions. Yeah. So he's probably got about, I didn't he's do it. I'm not basing it on points, man. I'm just going on the red, man. <laughs> well, okay. Then I'm fair. Fine. I'll just, I'll go with a then. Cause he's got, he's got 50 more yards, one less rushing touchdown, but he's got 25 more, 26 more receptions and like 160 more receiving yards and a touchdown. Um, I'm not like blown away by either of these necessarily. I think I, I had a feeling a might be, um, because I've had him, I think it could be Zeke, but I'm, I'm not sure who B is. Um, Nine touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with A, though. So A is your boy, Zeke. So oh, nice. That is Zeke. And B is Damian Harris of the Patriots. Really? So Damian's obviously missed a couple more games than Zeke has. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, yeah. with injury. Um, but I just thought I was just blown away still by the closest of the stats. Take away the receptions by Zeke. Yeah. Pure um, running. I mean, they're, they're pure running. Similar. Yeah. Damian Harris is having a better year again with the games played and averages. Uh, more mm. touchdowns, so I was intrigued by that. Yikes. Okay. okay, well, they're coming off the bye, so we'll see how they look. Yes, sir. How they deploy them. Okay, I've got one more for you, a pair of wide receivers. We're going to do season-long averages. Averages, okay. So one of those been hurt. averages. Right. Got it. <laughs> and I will say um, no major injuries here. So oh, may- right. maybe like a game or two dinged up, but this, sure. is, not, this is not the Antonio Brown trap that I've set for you before. <laughs> Because he's still falling out. Is one of these guys Hunter Renfro? <laughs> yeah, it's not Hunter Renfro for the first time in a while. <laughs> okay, wide receiver A has got eight point eight targets per game. Ooh, six point. He's converting to six point six catches, sixty five point three yards, and point three touchdowns. That's four total touchdowns receiving on the year. He's also got a rushing touchdown this year. He's averaging with very minimal yardage. He's averaging fifteen point four points per game. In PPR. Okay. Got that? Got it. Wide receiver B, 8.9 targets per game. He's converting to 5.8 catches per game. 72.2 yards. 
0.5 touchdowns. So he has six receiving touchdowns this year, but no rushing touchdowns. Okay. He's averaging 16.34. So a little bit more uh, than the 15.4 of the other guy. All right, so I feel like you're trying to trick me. So I feel like the 16-point guy is going to be someone who's like, who's this? Like, whoa, you picked Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, but it's not. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders not even close. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders wishes. He was putting up 16 <laughs> points a game. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so, yeah. So I solely because I don't want to fall into your little trap game here, I'm going to go with wide receiver A. Okay. So this was not a trap in the sense that. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's, trap. Players, it's, not a, it's not a trap in the sense that these players, like one of them is a rando and one of them is really good. Um, but I'll tell you why I did this. So wide receiver A is Jalen Waddle. Okay. 15.4 points per game. Yeah. Wide receiver B is Hollywood Brown, who's had himself a really nice year, right? But if you're just looking at averages and you're saying like more points for the season, more points on average, you would go with Hollywood Brown. The thing is, the other thing I want to introduce in this specific case is you got to look at recency bias there too i mean jalen waddle has been getting better as the season goes on hollywood brown has really trailed off these last several weeks and he has no touchdowns in the last five games so i thought that was interesting like he had a, he had a great start to the season obviously and we were touting him he was money in the bank but as lamar has kind of tapered off a bit hollywood has also tapered off and um you have to look you have to look at what they've done recently too what he done for me lately yeah no kidding i mean I have Jalen Waddle in my neighborhood league, and I've been so pumped with what he's been doing. I mean, as you said, he he's only been going up. And yeah, Marquise Brown, he Hollywood was on the uh, blind resumes early in this season as a huge surprise. As holy crap, like is yep. this really Marquise Brown? Uh, so no, that is interesting that he has tailored off. I mean, as you said, the uh, the whole Ravens offense has kind of took a dive, except for Mark Andrews. He's been going up. But, he's been going um, up. Yeah, that's an interesting comparison. <laughs> Again, if you just go do the the name test, you're both like, Ugh. but um, no, I'd be super pumped with Jalen Model right now. I would take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, so, he's heading the right direction. Hollywood's heading the other direction. Yeah, interesting. You got to consider that. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm going to finish it off here with a wide receiver matchup for you as well. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Wide receiver A has 99 targets on the year for 67 receptions, eight. 182 yards and five touchdowns got that got it wide receiver two has 100 targets for 64 receptions 890 yards and six touchdowns so very very close really similar i mean almost identical here yeah hmm i'm trying to think if i could even really guess on these you're looking at (laughs) five and a half catches a game um Or maybe right at five catches a game if they've, I guess they've played 13. So yeah, right, right at right five catches a game. Oh, golly. I guess just pure statistics, I'm going to go with wide receiver B. He's got one more touchdown. And they're okay. pretty much the same in receptions and yardage. Yep. So you're going and, with that and one. targets. Going yeah. with that one touchdown. Okay. Yeah, one more touchdown, sure. All right. Well, wide receiver B is CD Lamb. All right. Yeah, That's my CD. boy. CD. And- and wide receiver A is one Michael Pittman. Oh, give me that. Give me both of that. So I don't know if, if you noticed the pattern or the trend that I did, but uh, in each of the categories was one of your players. And then um, for the second player, I took it from your potential uh, matchup in the playoffs. I took it from your brother's team. I'm just going to project that he's going to be playing you 
in the semifinals. So oh, I was seeing man. who you were picking between potential starters. So the only discrepancy is, and this is this is what's crazy and just speaks to how good your team is right now. Michael Pittman is not starting for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and CD Lamb is his wide receiver one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So I was I was just looking at comparable plays and I was just intrigued to see who you were going to pick. Again, not knowing names, not knowing who they are, and just seeing straight up stats who you're going with. So you pick two of the three from your team, which is you know right that on is, par. That is well played, sir. That's and, a nice uh, little twist you did there. Right, little gotcha. But so Creighton, if you're listening, man, your brother picked two of his three. So watch out. I like my I like my squad. You like, I like squad. my squad. Bring it but, on. Yeah. So but and again with the wide receivers, I couldn't pick any of your top your three starters because they were all legitimately better than his yeah chris godwin deontay johnson debo samuel all way more points the than stats anybody wouldn't had. have matched yeah. up so you obviously would have picked those guys so i was like well, you should have given debo with like his nine rushing touchdowns or whatever he's got yeah right wide so, receiver one has turned into a running back and now running back does not catch the ball in the past yeah. four games so i'm a little annoyed by that by the way but i would rant for a different day so there we go. That does it for blind resumes. Nice. Well done. Well done. Well, um, normally we'd move on to the waiver wire here. As we mentioned last week, waiver wire is now housed entirely on our email list. So if you want to see our waiver wire pickups and there are some really important ones this week, heading into okay. the playoffs, injuries, COVID, we've done the research for you. Sign up for the email, email.foldinthecheese.com. We'll give you all the waiver picks for the week and a bunch of other nonsense. that's entertaining. I think at the least, all right, so with that, let's give a quick update on the Yahoo League. This this thing was wild. This came it down to wild. the wire. There was a lot of drama, a lot of intrigue. I know people don't typically love to hear about other people's leagues, but too bad you're on our podcast. Here's <laughs> what happened, all right? So uh, my team has already locked up the number one seed. I've got like a three-game lead over this league. It's, so did, nothing to play for there. I, I did end up randomly losing my team. <laughs> I had Hawkinson that got hurt, and I just I had to sub a player in there just to try and be fair to everybody else, but no interest in really trying to care what my roster was this week. Um, got a first round by first place in the playoffs. You had some drama. You I had, had a lot of drama. drama. I've had drama the past three weeks, man. Cause basically what's been happening is for the past two, you know, and I've been talking about, I'm to make these trades. I've been sitting in the six, seven spot and you know, our top six teams make it. And I've just been watching the teams around me. So coming into last week, uh, I was in control of my own destiny in the sense that if I won or I, excuse me, I wasn't in control of my own destiny, but if I won and some other teams lost, I would be in the sixth seed and I would be good. And then I would control my own destiny. However, last week I lost, which was huge setback for me. But on the good side, the two and th- or excuse me, the three teams around me also everybody lost. lost. Every, Every team that was in contention lost. lost. Yes. So yes. basically what's been going on is there are four teams vying for two playoff spots and nobody wanted it last week. So like, nobody okay, won. Let's just turns out nobody really wanted it this week either. Nobody wanted it this week either. So once again, I am not in control of my own destiny. So I needed to win and I needed two of those three teams to lose in order to get one of these playoff spots. So I'm playing against Aaron, who's the third ranked team in our freaking league. Uh, his name uh, is Towel. Excuse me, Towel. And so I'm playing him. Luckily, he had Keenan Allen, who was uh, sitting because of COVID. Kareem Hunt was a little banged up, but he didn't even end up playing Kareem Hunt. But uh, so going into Monday night, I am up by a comfortable 60, but I'm texting Kent before the game. Like, I just don't like this. He's got Kyler Murray. He's got Sony Michelle and he's got Van Jefferson. The only saving grace I had was Deandre Hopkins, but it's not like Deandre has been lighting it up. So I was texting yep. with Kent. I was like, ah, 
Like I know I have a good lead. We had a worst. We had a worst case scenario analysis. We're like, yeah. all right, Kyler gets thirty. Jefferson's best game ever is going to get him twenty. Sony's best game is going to get him twenty. That's seventy. You need ten out of Hopkins. Like we had yeah. this whole thing. We literally were breaking out. it down mathematically. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily, we're watching as the game unfolds. It's going my way. Kyler struggled a little bit early on. Uh, Sony was playing well, but didn't. But I'll tell you what. Right at the freaking beginning of the second half, Van Jefferson did you get nervous. Fifty-two yard touchdown. Yeah. Like, did you get uh, nervous about that? I did. I had like a little. But anyway, I was lucky able to hold on. So I won. Two of the three teams lost. So I snuck into the playoffs as the sixth seed. Almost even made it into the five. Almost there was another matchup. The, the guy almost lost his five seed there too. But you were in the sixth seed. So here's how the playoffs are going to roll out. I'm at the one. The four five is going to be my brother, Creighton, versus Cheese, who we've mentioned before. And this is both of the first round playoff games are actually a rematch of week oh, yeah, this past week. <laughs> okay. So Cheese played Creighton this past week. Um, and he beat him very unconvincingly, like 110 to 105 or something mm-hmm. terrible. So the four or five matchup, Creighton, my brother, and Cheese. The three six matchup, which we're all interested in, is Towel, who's been riding pretty strong all year versus Ethan's upstart squad, trying to turn their fate around. Double rematches from last week of the regular season. Which is crazy. Number, <laughs> number two team is our boy Andy, a.k.a. Drinking Fortes, two-time champ. He's sitting comfortably in the two seed. He'll be watching from the sidelines this week as well. Hey, so of the six playoff teams, is there anyone who hasn't won? So you've won, I've won, Andy's won. Uh, has Creighton won it yet? Creighton has won. Creighton uh, Cheese has, has not Cheese won. Has I, don't, not, I don't think and Towel has won. I don't think Towel has. So there's potential for two uh, Two new names on the belt. Yes, potentially. We could have two new names on the belt, a three and five seed. See, I'm just hoping, and this this literally pains me to say it, but I'm going to try and channel uh, the the wildcard giants from, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> like the 2007 wildcard giants who stomped their way through the playoffs and went against the vaunted Patriots. So hopefully, uh, I might be able to pull out some of that magic. What's your What's your David Tyree helmet catch? Like what What's your David Tyree helmet catch? What play What player on your team is going to come through in a way unexpected and a miracle, and it's going to win you your week? Uh, let's see. My David Tyree is going to be Miles Gaskin catching a 30-yard touchdown when it should have just been like a two-yard gain. He somehow sneaks out and gets 30 for a touchdown. Slips a tackle. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or Saquon goes off for like 60. And we're but just see, like, there's Saquon. That, yeah, but see, but that's not David Tyree. David Tyree's like, who the hell and why is he making a play? Saquon's like, okay, it's Saquon. But Miles Gaskin, how pissed would you be if you lost to me in the championship because of Miles Gaskin? I, it would be ironic because I was touting him preseason. We both were. We were touting yeah. him preseason. It would be I really tried, ironic. I tried to give him to you for your for your son's sake, but That's you true. disappointed your son. So he spells his name wrong. Yeah, <laughs> come back to bite you. Uh, I will say real quick. My mom also won her matchup this week. It was a, a bit of a nail biter, but she came through with Cooper Cup last night with a big game. She ended the season thirteen and one. Jeez. She is first place in her league. She's actually in a Yahoo public league. So they have one more regular season game and only four of the 10 teams make the playoffs. Oh, wow. So, but she has a two game lead. So she is the regular season champion. Regular she will season be, she champion. will be the one seed in her playoffs and has got a good shot of taking the title. Sonia. Good job, man. Hey, she's crushing she's, it. once again, she's currently the best troll right now with the best record. She, she does have the best record of all the trolls. That's very true. So there you go. Wow. All right, man. Wow. We got a lot going on right now and it's only going to get crazier playoffs baby playoffs man uh, I, I would say i would try and grow a playoff beer but that takes like three years so i'm not gonna bother it's a little patchy as well although i'm a big fan of like my patchiness or just beards in yes. general you're patchy you're patchy beard oh, okay good 
It's not like yep. you said like Apache, like Apache, jump on it, jump on it. <laughs> Tonto. <laughs> That's true. Kibasabi. All right. Tell the folks where they can find the Bowl Mania one more time. Yes, sir. So you got to join us. As we said, our boys are better off are ponying up $200 for the grand prize. It's winner take all. You're going to pick all the bowl games and see who has the best uh, best record at the end. So we're going to send email. It's an email. It's an ESPN league. So you got to find it at the Capital One Bowl Mania ESPN Pick'em League. Uh, we are folding the cheese with password capital F-I-T-C. Join us. Tell your friends. It doesn't cost anything to join. And you can win 200 bucks, man. Do it. No reason. 200 bones. If I lose, I'm jumping off of the Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> the roof. <laughs> and landing right on Carl Winslow's car. I'm going to land on Al Powell's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. And the one thing we do ask, if you are joining this free bowl, pick them on ESPN with a $200 payout for the winner is that you join our email list, email.foldingthecheese.com. It's a funny email list anyway. Get on there. Join the pool. Win some cash. Watch me jump off of Nakatomi Plaza. I, I would just picture you more of kind of climbing through the vents. I just always picture, you know, just getting through there. Bruce Willis, he just lives in the vents, man. I feel he like lives in the his, vents. Yeah. yeah. That's his happy place. He, um, I will say the one thing when he jumped off of the roof and he had the fire hose wrapped yep. around him, yep. it, it bothered me a little bit that he just let his hands go free. I was like, I'd be holding the other end of that fire hose. <laughs> that's, that's got like a single knot around my waist. I will he? be holding on to that thing. Wasn't he holding that ho, ho, ho machine gun? No, did he not have the gun? He used his pistol to oh, shoot the window. Okay. Oh, that's right. To shoot the window. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying he, he jumped and like both hands are in the air. Like, woo, free fall. And I was like, you did a single knot with a <laughs> fire hose. Like I would be holding the end of that fire hose to make sure that knot didn't. As I'm tying it, I'm doing like the two bunny ears going through. Yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> I'll be double knot. I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah. Just a little, little plot hole. Little, little, that's your plot hole. That's that my plot hole. Hold on to the everything else fire. was totally legit. Everything else was legit. That Fair one enough. thing I felt like I couldn't really get behind that. You couldn't wrap it around yourself. Like no, that's where they lost me. That's it. It, it yeah. wasn't Hans Gruber and his American accent. It wasn't anything like that. It was, <laughs> he, nope, did, he, he did, did have an American, old. British, and German accent all at the same time. <laughs> kind of all. Um, I, and one more last thing because I did find this interesting. I heard yesterday somewhere. And this was not even related to me watching the movie, but. When they dropped Alan Rickman, it was supposed to be like a 70-foot drop, I guess, and they had him suspended and all that. Apparently, they dropped him sooner than he thought they were going to, and that kind of gave them... This is Maybe this is urban legend. I don't know, but this, that gave him a, a very genuine surprise look when Hans Gruber fell out the window. That is legit. I can confirm that. I, I do remember reading that stuff. And uh, Yeah. I think that, you know, they're supposed to drop him on three or something. They drop him yeah. on one. Three, two, like, <laughs> so yes. that would be terrifying. I don't think he fell 70 feet. It was probably like 10. But at the same time, that's still like, whoa, my God. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the movie was 70. I don't know. And Alan Rickman is just such a quality actor. That's just he actually actor. knew it was still coming. And he still gave that genuine still. shock on his face. That's talent right there. Yes. So, hey, on that note, we're not crawling through any vents, but we're going to say keep on folding fold it come <laughs> 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 <laughs>